Have you ever heard someone saying something like, God is punishing me, or God is punishing the world? Or perhaps you wonder why some people seem to have it all, while others struggle through life. Today I am going to share with you how to move away from feeling unhappy and give you the magic formula to attract happiness, joy, and bliss in your life. Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am Nadia Fleury, Dream Life Coach, and welcome to episode 178, How to Live a Happy Life. Before going into the topic, I want to take a moment to wish all mothers of the earth a happy Mother's Day. You know, last week I was invited to do something that I've never done before, which is taking care of my dog's friend while she went on vacation with her fiancé. I decided to see this experience as a, a mini vacation, creating a change in my usual routine. At one point, I was searching for something in a, in a particular book, but when I opened my tablet, it turned out that it was already open to the complete works of Florence Koval Shin. Now, because I gained the notion of this author through Patty, and since I was in her home, I felt like it was a sign. So I stopped what I was doing and dedicated my time to taking care of Coco, a beautiful female black lab, and reading Florence's books. I found it very interesting that although the books were written between 1925 and 1940, What she shares is still relevant today. It goes to show that truth and wisdom never goes out of style. Today I am going to share some of Florence's wisdom with you. For instance, she says, Prayer is telephoning to God. And intuition is God telephoning you. But, you know, sometimes the line of our mind is busy, and therefore we don't get to hear the information. But sometimes the line of our minds is really busy, right? We are doing this and that, and we're not paying attention during the day with too much stuff going on. And I believe this explains why oftentimes we are being woken up at 3 a.m., because that's when I I think that God feels that our mind is more receptive to receiving his messages. Before I go further with what Florence said, I want to add something about prayers. As a child, I was taught that praying was reciting memorized words. However, I've learned since then that prayer is more like finding some quiet time to reflect and to have a conversation with your higher self. After all, God is within you in all of us. Your state of mind has a lot of influence over what you pray for. I found the best result is to simply be grateful for what you have. I also believe that we suffer loss through lack of appreciation. In short, count your blessings. Florence says it so well. Gratitude is the law of increase and complaint is the law of decrease. Continually give thanks for what you have and for the manifestation of invisible supply. 
Florence says that being in a grateful state of mind brings more to you, while complaining about what you receive will limit your supply. All that said, there's a lot of noise out there that keeps us distracted. Some distractions are welcoming, like let's say getting a call or a visit from someone you love. However, unwanted distractions can blur the line of intuition. Unwanted distraction comes in the form of doubt and fear. Florence stresses upon this by saying, Nothing stands between man and his highest ideals and every desire of his heart but doubt and fear. When man can wish without worry, every desire will be instantly fulfilled. Fear must be erased from our consciousness. It is man's only enemy. Fear of lack, fear of failure, fear of sickness, fear of loss, and feeling of insecurity on some plane. Fear is misdirected energy and must be redirected or transmuted into fate. Florence also said, if you are afraid, you are giving into the belief in two powers, good and evil, instead of one. As God is absolute, there can be no opposite power. To show you believe in only one power, God, do the things that you are afraid to do. Do it fiercely, and you will find that fear falls on its own weight. I understand what Florence is saying there because I remember a few years ago, I was afraid of doing my own income tax return until I tackled it. Now, I no longer let my finances control how I feel, which releases a lot of unnecessary worry. By the way, worry, dread, and stress are all cousin of fear. Sometimes we worry more by habit than anything. We don't realize we are doing it. And sometimes the habit comes from muddling after our parents or a family member. It's the mind that puts weights on something we fear. This is why we always need a clear mind to see things objectively. And when we struggle to get a clear mind, it's perfectly okay to ask for help. In fact, one person alone cannot succeed because it's so easy to give in to the fear when you are emotionally attached to a result. When you bounce ideas with someone who holds your vision, it boosts your confidence. Positive energy and enthusiasm are contagious in a good way. Florence said another important thing. You can control any situation if you first control yourself. I spoke at length about this in episode 176, What's Your Essence? Another important point Florence mentioned is that you should always demand only that which is yours by divine right. She says that putting your hands on something ill-got or acquired by force will backfire on you and bring unhappiness. Another thing that Florence says, 
which really hit home for me is she said, when you try in vain to obtain results, let go and take your mental hands off. Put it in God's hands and use this statement. I put this situation in the hands of infinite love and wisdom. Your supply is inexhaustible and unfailing when fully trusted, but faith or trust must precede the demonstration. Faith is the glue that holds your vision. Another thing to remember is that there is no such thing as something for nothing. Yes, you must have faith, but you also need to dig your ditches, which means to do something to prove that you have faith. You prove your faith by following your intuitions or your hunches. They are images that you receive in your mind. They are oftentimes ignored because they appear to make no sense as they are opposite of what your mind is telling you to do. Florence says never violate a hunch as they are God's way to direct you towards your supply. This podcast episode is an example of adjustment. What I was going to share with you was completely different. However, the more I read Florence's book, the more I realized this is what was the real message I need to share today with you. Another very good piece of wisdom Florence shared is that there's a law above the law of karma. It is the law of grace and forgiveness. The law frees us from the law of cause and effect. She said, when you have grace and can forgive, man reaps where he has not sown. The gift of God are simply poured out upon him. A continued state of bliss awaits the man who has overcome the world taught. In the world taught, there is tribulation. But Jesus Christ said, Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. It means that when you can forgive someone who has done you wrong, you are letting go of the negative energy that keeps you down, thus liberating your spirit. There may be situations where you may have done something which fills your heart with remorse. However, you're in a situation where you cannot fix that problem and to ease your heart, the best way to do it is to neutralize the cause and effect by doing something kind to someone in the present. Here's Florence's affirmation to undo any pain and sorrow you may be feeling. I call on the law of forgiveness. I am free from mistakes. I am under grace and not under karmic law. The world is not divided between good and bad people. We are explorers, and while we expand our horizons, we might fall and stumble. To live a joyful life with happiness in the heart is to recognize an unhappy situation, address it, and take action to neutralize it. Another point Florence brings up is this old saying, No man is your enemy. No man is your friend. Every man is your teacher. Her point is that we are all here on this earth to learn and grow. But we seem to get caught in petty incidents that keeps us in misery. 
Her suggestion is to stop taking things personally when triggered and see what the lesson there is to learn. If you don't take the time, the same trigger will keep showing up. How can you tell? By how you feel. Any situation that brings frustration, anxiety, stress, or puts you in, in a negative state of mind, it's worth analyzing. Usually, the more you know who you are and feel at peace with yourself, the less triggered you will be. Bear in mind that there is a lot of stuff our subconscious mind remembers, but we don't consciously. Often, our triggers come from something that happened to us in the past. These triggers bring us into fear. Perhaps you may not even think it's important as an adult, but your three-year-old self might still be scarred from the fear you wouldn't be loved because you spilled something on the floor. It's a silly idea seen from the adult mind. However, these little things keep us in fear until it's addressed. Oh, and by the way, if you are constantly frustrated and can't pinpoint why, I invite you to take the quiz, what's your number one unconscious roadblock that keeps you stuck? You can access the quiz by going on your web browser and type bit.ly forward slash awaken quiz, all in one word. Another thing that I want to add here is that we, as human, carry within us an energetic vibration. Some people vibrate at a higher rate than others. Life is all about growth. As you grow, you get to experience a different level of vibration. Growth brings pause, self-confidence, and an unmoved inner certainty. However, the body has to adjust as it progresses. And during that period, we tend to sabotage our happiness. We tell ourselves things like, oh, it's too good to be true. Or, this moment of joy will not last. Or, I'm having way too much fun right now. I'm going to pay for this. I invite you to watch these thoughts carefully. Most of the time, they are thoughts that you may have heard others saying, and you may be repeating these sentences just by habit. However, your subconscious mind does not understand the subtle difference, especially when you are kidding, when you are not serious or joking, or when you use words with negation, like I do not want more of the subconscious mind does not grasp the do not, and it will give you. So if you say, I do not want more debt, well, guess what's going to show up in your life? Be mindful of all the words that you're saying to yourself, especially at nighttime or when you look at yourself in the mirror, because that's when you are emotionally involved. And the emotion is a transmitter between your conscious and your subconscious mind. What I'm sharing here is almost like common sense. Well, somewhat easy to grasp, somewhat even logical. And yet, why do we struggle to follow these spiritual laws? What's in the way that stops us from having anything we desire that belongs to us by divine right? I've heard many times, God is punishing me. Our God is punishing the world. 
It's not God that is punishing. It's the law that takes vengeance. God sees all of us perfect, made in his image and likeliness. Another thing Florence shares, it's to never despise the day of small things. When I've read this, something clicked in my mind and I suddenly understood why so many of us are experiencing so much pain and suffering. And that is our tendency to dismiss the small things that shows up in our life. I believe that we become out of balance the day that we can't see beauty and happiness in the little things. Here, I'm going to extrapolate a little story. Imagine for a moment that a small child, someone close to you, gives you a pebble. She says, I've picked up this pebble because it reminded me of you. At this point, are you grateful to receive the pebble? Or do you toss it, thinking in your mind that that pebble has no value? I believe the answer to this explains why so many people are unhappy. Happiness is a garden that must be attended to each day by filtering your thoughts and being grateful even when you don't see anything growing. Continue to love and appreciate all the beauty you see, even the little insects that are doing their job. Attend to your garden with faith that little sprout will show up in due time. Being grateful connects your mind with the universe and says, Hey, I'm so happy you sent this little thing my way. I love it. Thank you. In this state of mind, you tell the universe that you want more of these little things that made you so happy. That's how you get to vibrate at a higher rate and become magnetized, which is the mechanism behind the law of attraction. With the little story I just shared a moment ago, let's have a look at the reverse effect. Imagine Joe gives Nicole a little trinket from his trip, but Nicole didn't see any value in the object. She says, oh, that's nice, but without really meaning it. The next day, Nicole meets her friend Vicky and can't wait to tell her what Joe did. Going a step further, Nicole is actually mean and ridicules Joe in front of Vicky. Vicky listens and goes quiet because she also had purchased a little something for Nicole, but now she has reservation about giving the gift because she's afraid to be ridiculed too. Can you see the law of complaint demagnetize and restrain one from receiving more? If we are not happy receiving small things, what makes us believe that we will be happy when we receive something big? Lastly, you've got to bear in mind that it is impossible to get more than you think is possible. If you fill your mind with doubts that you deserve, your subconscious mind will not be able to give you more. You must always believe that you are a good person and deserve to receive in abundance. And it's how you feel about yourself that either limits or expands what you're receiving. This concludes today's episode. I strongly recommend that you take some time to read Florence Scovel Shin's books as they are very insightful. 
And if you desire to be happy and not sure where to start, I invite you to take the quiz. The link is bit.ly forward slash awaken quiz. It's spelled B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash A-W-A-K-E-N-Q-U-I-Z. Or visit nadiafleury.com forward slash awaken. Stay safe, healthy, and let's chat next month. God bless you.